Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. You're listening to Truth Talks with Tara. The purpose of this podcast is to help you know, love, and live God's word. My name is Tara, and I'm your host slash new best friend. Each week, we'll dive into the depths of scripture together. We'll answer questions that we all have as believers, have hard but good conversations, unpack passages in the Bible, and have deep, encouraging conversations with some amazing guests. My prayer is that God would use this podcast to grow your love and knowledge of his word so that you can live for him more. Are you ready, friend? Let's get into it. Hey friend, so, so excited to have you back with us for another episode. Today's episode, as you can tell by the title, is all about modesty. Now don't run away from the word just because it's kind of taboo at times in the church. It can seem like this legalistic thing where we have to wear this or don't wear that. But I have my amazing friend Allison Golden from Words Are Golden over on Instagram, and we're talking about what the Bible says about modesty and kind of debunking some myths about it. You know, what we wear, but more importantly, more about our hearts and what God really says about it. So I have been looking forward to this episode. A lot of you guys have been requesting a conversation like this. So I pray that this conversation encourages you and that it just inspires you to get back to the word and study these passages with us as we dive deep to know, love, and live God's word like we're all about. Okay, so I'm going to stop babbling, but make sure as always to take a screenshot of the episode while you're listening. Please share it with us on social media. I would love to get this word out to as many people as possible. And it's so cool to connect with you over on Instagram over on social media. Make sure to subscribe as well wherever you're listening so you don't miss out on our episodes every single Tuesday. And if you have some time and you want to bless the show, hey, go ahead and give it a rating at Apple Podcasts and give us some stars and give us some your real thoughts about the show. All right, I said I was done babbling. Now I'm actually done. Here is my conversation with Allison.
Okay, friends, welcome back to another episode. I am so elated. I know I say that every single time, but we just have amazing friends that get to come on the podcast. And today, I have my awesome friend, Allison, from Words Are Golden over on Instagram. I'm sure most of you know who she is. Um, Literally the most sunshiny, I made up that word, but sunshiny person ever. Um, Allison, before we dive into our conversation, I would love for you to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and all of the sweet things in life. Yes. Hello, everybody. So yeah, my name is Allison Golden, and I live in San Diego with my sweet husband, Michael, which I think is so fun that our husbands have the same name. (laughs) Go, Michael. I literally (laughs) have met so many people that have you know, their, their boyfriends or their husband's name, Michael. I'm like, it's just a great name. They're great it guys. Is. It's a great name. <laughs> I love it. Um, and yeah, I'm a pediatric nurse. I've been a nurse for about three years now and I work that night shift. So sleep schedule is off all the time. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, almost two years ago, I started kind of just sharing some words that I'd been writing and art on Instagram. And I named the Instagram words are golden. I had recently been married. And with my last name, I was like, I kind of want to tie this into something. And um, it kind of just took off a little bit. And it's now my passion. And definitely something that I feel like God has really called me to do. And on the Instagram, I just use words and stories that God has spoken to me to encourage women in their faith. And I'm also going to be opening up uh, my shop again soon within this That's next so month and sell some like prints and little little things as I start to think of what else to sell in the shop. So um, yeah, that's kind of a little bit about me. And then when I'm not doing those two things, I'm either just writing for myself, like journaling, creating, um, being in the sunshine and hanging with family and friends and my community. So, so sweet. I I love all of that. I have loved following you and just seeing, you know, all the creativity that you have. Not only, guys, she's super, super talented, um, creative, just like with her, her writing and her drawing. It's just so fun. But I think it's, I think it's so cool. I mean, you see so many people that do these things on the online space and there's nothing wrong with it being their full-time thing. That's what I do. But I just love how it's such a passion project, but also um, just an extension of your life in ministry because you are, um, you know, a pediatric nurse. And that in itself is just, a, I mean, over the last few years, even just such a thing that I want to applaud you in and just like, we're all just want to say thank you for what you're doing. Um, I have a family member, like we talked about a little earlier in, in nursing and um, she, she's like, this last few years have been the hardest, but oh, yes, <laughs> I can only imagine, but I'm, I'm literally so amazed at how you show up and how God still uses you and you pour out so, so much here, even though your life is so, so full. So oh, thank you. Yeah, it's of course. Definitely through the strength of the Lord. Oh, <laughs> There's no way I could do this. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, I, I just think it's bizarre how I mean, I think everyone's lives are so full, even recently, but it's like mm-hmm. none of this could be done without the strength of the Lord. And I don't know how people do it without the strength of the Lord. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. But um, I'm super excited about our topic that we're gonna be diving into today. But Allison, before we jump in, I love to get to ask my friends like something that they're loving, like a favorite thing. It's kind of like my favorite thing to watch on YouTube. It's just so fun to like see people share random favorites. Um, so I thought it'd be fun to do on the podcast. So um share with us a favorite thing, something random, whatever you've been loving lately. 
Yes. So I was thinking about this. As you heard before we started recording, I had my husband bring me my coffee. I love um, it. <laughs> I've been obsessed with the oat milk, oatmeal cookie creamer. What? It's so good. They sell it at Target. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's sweet, not too sweet. It's healthy-ish, you know, the oat milk and all yep, that. Yep, <laughs> um, I Yeah, I'm obsessed. It's my favorite thing right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was just at Target yesterday. I think I need to go back. That sounds yeah. incredible. Like, I usually, like – I am pretty like not that picky with my coffee, but I was hanging out with some other people and just seeing things online and everyone's talking about oat milk like within the last year. I'm like, what <laughs> I is, know. What is this thing? And like I used to be a little lactose intolerant, so I tried all the different like uh, substitutes like almonds, coconut. Like I'm really not a big fan of almonds. I really like coconut milk. You know, there's other ones, but like oat milk I think is the best substitutes like if you still really like the taste of normal milk yes but either like your your stomach can't handle it or you're just trying to be a little bit better with your dairy oh my gosh this this sounds amazing it's it's game changer (laughs) so do you just like pour it straight in to your Mm -hmm. coffee um hot cold do you like froth it or anything i'm an iced coffee girl um but i haven't frothed it yet but i've been wanting to I wonder and do how, like a latte type thing. Yeah. I wonder how it froths though because I know that like sometimes different milks don't froth very well, but it's it's a good experiment to try. Yeah. Mm. We'll try it soon. Okay. <laughs> you let us know, everyone. Maybe post it to your Instagram stories. Everyone go yes, check it out there yes. and like see how the experiment goes. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing, Allison. I love that. I'm gonna go to next time I go to Target, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on my list. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. This is so fun. Um, I am really looking forward to this conversation too. Like I've said multiple times, I know people probably get annoyed at me saying that, but um, it's just really cool to see how God brings up topics and things on people's hearts. Um, Our conversation, our episode today, if you've seen the title, is about modesty and fashion and all those fun things, but as a Christian woman from a different perspective. um, Allison, I'm sure you do too, but I get this question so much um, on my Instagram, just in life, and I think it's also one of the most popular questions we have as Christian women. Um, You know, what is modesty? How do we be modest? Can I actually still enjoy being a woman and being feminine um, while honoring the Lord? Because, man, I think social media and just living in 2021, there's so many different styles and different trends, and it can be really tricky to navigate as a Christian woman. Mm-hmm. So um, I just love you, and I love your heart for the Lord, so I thought this would be a really awesome conversation to have. So um, I personally believe, like I do at least, and I know you do too, because I love your style, and I know um, all the things I, I know that you just love enjoying life in general. But mm-hmm. I think we as Christian women are faced with a unique dilemma, um, and it's honestly, how do we be modest? Um, God mm-hmm. calls us to be modest, but we have this. I think we all have these preconceived notions about what modesty is. So let's unpack it. Um, What does modesty, like what has God taught you about modesty over the years and what does God define it as? Because it's this really kind of taboo word sometimes. Yeah, yes. So um, before I dive into my little answer for that, I was like just thinking and praying about before um, we had this conversation about how exactly how you said, like it's a pretty touchy subject, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, we all have a very different views with it sometimes, but it all comes down to like, we are a woman chasing after the heart of Jesus together. So um, as Tara and I talk about this, just keep that in mind, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. have um, an open mindset and open heart about we're gonna what we're going to say. Um, 
in no way do we want you to feel shame at all, but rather just have you ask yourself questions and talk to God about the questions that um, pop up in your mind. Reach out to Tara or I Mm, um, if you have questions after it. And yeah, so I just wanted to say that That's so good. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) And then, so as I was thinking about what modesty means to me, um, I truly think it means dressing, acting, and carrying myself like I'm a daughter of the living God. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just living fully into that identity and wanting others to see him in how we live our lives. So um, who, like, who am I representing? Mm -hmm. So as I dress, um, who am I representing? Am I representing the world or am I representing Christ? And definitely uh, not perfect at it ever in my life too. I've had my struggles, of course. Yeah, me too. Wanting to dress for the world, wanting to fit in with the trends, wanting to, you know, just like having those desires that the enemy puts in our minds to feel like that the way we dress is how we're accepted or um, I'm going to be more liked or loved if I Mm -hmm. dress in this way, all of that type of stuff. But yeah, it just really comes down to those questions, that question of like who and what am I representing with how I dress and then how I carry myself, you know, who do I want to be a reflection of? So those are kind of just some like questions I have when um, I think about modesty and uh, how to dress and all of that. Yeah, no, that's so, so good. I love how it just comes down to, like you said, it's just a lot of questions that you ask yourself to like Mm -hmm. evaluate. Um, And I think you hit the nail on the head. It's just, it's about who we're representing. It's about, it's it's really more than ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's really, really convicting to think of it that way too. Again, like Mm -hmm. like Allison said, disclaimer, like truly a non-judgmental episode, just a conversation about what God says about it and um, just kind of where God meets you with with Mm -hmm. that question because I really really do think that it looks different for everyone. I think there are a lot of principles in, you know, in the Bible about what it looks like to be modest, but, um, it just comes down to where God meets you with that and personal convictions. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, yeah, (laughs) but as we kind of transition, um, Allison, I know that you probably have come across this um, this misconception, this idea, and um, mainly as Christian girls. I mean, for me, I grew up, you know, my personal stories, I grew up in the church, and so I've known the Lord my whole life. I've been in the church setting, um, in this environment my whole life, and I kind of, even though our church isn't super, like, super, super, super conservative, I mean, it's... Um, really like non-denominational evangelical. It's not like super strict, but there was this idea of, you know, modesty is wearing um, maxi skirts. It's wearing things that cover up. It's all Mm -hmm. these things and, you know, hiding our face, hiding our shape, all these things. Um, But I think there's also something really beautiful about God's definition of modesty that's different Mm -hmm. than the world's. And I think we as Christians and we as just um, sinful human beings, we just don't always get, you know, we don't always Mm -hmm. get it. Mm -hmm. Um, And how God's definition of modesty actually has more to do with our hearts than what we actually where and so mm-hmm. um, I think you came prepared with some verses and passages that talks about our hearts more because, like you said, it's more about reflecting God. So let's dig into what God's word says about our hearts and and how we actually reflect it on the outside. Yeah. So one of I mean the verses that literally says God the Lord looks at the heart is yeah uh, yeah First Samuel sixteen seven and it says the Lord does not look at the 
things that people look at mm-hmm. and people look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so it kind of ties back to those questions I was have or saying that I ask sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, what are my heart's intentions with what I'm doing, with right, how I'm dressing, right. how I'm speaking, um, what I'm watching, what I listen to, you know, all of that is just tied into where our heart posture is at. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Lord's looking at. So I, yeah, I think that's so beautiful in that verse. Um, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online, so it flows with your lifestyle and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match therapy gives you the space to talk about the good the bad the ugly and process it which can be really hard on your own so visit betterhelp.com truth talks today and get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com truth talks and another verse that i had read also was first uh, Peter three three through four and it says you know your beauty should not come from outward adornment such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes rather it should be that of your inner self the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit mm. which is of great worth in God's sight and uh, when Peter was writing that it wasn't that he he was warning to not to, for people to not be concerned about their personal appearance mm-hmm. more than their um, their character. Right, right. And so I just – I was reading that in my study Bible. It had said that at the bottom of that verse that, you know, it's – we need to be honestly like more concerned about our personal character than our personal appearance. And that's something that this world, I think um, – doesn't focus on as much. It makes us want to focus on our personal appearance more than our personal character. Um, But when our character is rooted in Christ, uh, how we act and dress and all of that is going to be rooted in Christ also. Right, right. No, I love those verses. I think they're like some of the most – you know, quoted and the most used, but they, I mean, for good reason, they have so mm-hmm. much depth within them, but also there's, there's so much that we get tied up on, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's a passage in first Timothy, there's in first Peter, there's a lot of different ones that they talk about, like how they were correcting the churches and, and the individuals saying like, 
um, you're like you said, you're putting more weight into your physical appearance. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we can read those passages and we can think, oh gosh, like I'm not supposed to have fun hairstyles. I'm not supposed to wear gold jewelry. I'm not supposed to do these things. I'm actually just supposed to have a gentle and quiet spirit. And I mean, we can read it that way, but you know, Peter, Paul, none of them ever said to not wear those things. They were just saying like, oh, like you guys are putting too much weight and too Mm -hmm. much value in that. And it's, I mean, really it it had become an idol, which Mm -hmm. I think, um, I mean, anything can become an idol. Um, It's been an idol for me, like beauty and fashion and just those fun things. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you said, it really has to do with like, which one are we putting more emphasis in? Which one are we finding our worth in? Which one are we... um, you know, are we realizing gives the most glory to God, you know? Um, but I think for the women listening too, like, cause I think we're both, you know, Allison, you and I are both more inclined to this way too, cause it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he was saying in this passage, does this mean that like, we can't specifically or necessarily enjoy being a woman? I mean, does this mean that like, we can't enjoy doing our hair or, or wear fun clothes or enjoy fashion? I mean, let's look at context here and you know what that says. Yeah. And just like you were saying, like, yeah, he's saying that women should not dress to show off their like wealth or, you know, just want to draw people to them from their appearance. But Mm -hmm. it's like draw people to Jesus through the way that you act. Right. You know, it's like everything you do should flow out of pointing to Jesus. Um, And yeah, like you're saying, like it can be joyful to, you know, um, share fashion or beauty. Um, but it's just not getting caught up in that. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. Um, and it's using those things to glorify him and to, um, point to him. And something that I ask myself sometimes too, is like, if Jesus were to come back right now, would I want to meet him wearing this or what I want to, you know, um, just, yeah, like what, how am I carrying myself? Like how do I want to share Jesus to others through the way that um, I dress or through what I listen to or read Mm -hmm. or just all of that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head right there. You know, it's, it's more about, like you said, it's modesty in, you know, what we think about, what we wear, what we listen to, what we read, what we look on on social media, like modesty is a whole lifestyle, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's, it's, it's a pure lifestyle that seeks to honor the Lord first. Um, Mm -hmm. but it does really overflow in what we wear too. So I think you, I think you really hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. And just thinking about, you know, where is my heart at right now? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's just such a big question. And it's such a beautiful thing that like, that's what um, the Lord talks about too, is he, he looks at the heart. Um, And I just think that that's so beautiful and Mm -hmm. um, something that's uh, looked over very easily. Right. Also, or it just, um, yeah, the world just makes you or I feel like Christian modesty sometimes can be hard with like the shame acts aspect too, mm-hmm. you know, like right, right. I've definitely felt shame before um, from the church and stuff like that. Also, um, that's a whole nother story and right. conversation, but um, yeah, it's just, it all comes down to your personal relationship with Jesus and talking to him 
about it, asking him about it, asking him what he sees in you and sees in your heart, you know, and going and living that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, on the, on the flip side too, to, you know, to play the other side there, um, I, I've done this before. So I'm just speaking from, you know, what I've done in the past and the mistakes I've made is I, you know, used modesty or used, oh, the Lord just looks at my heart as an excuse to, mm. you know, to either dress inappropriately or to live inappropriately or to, you know, or to let fashion and beauty mm. become an idol and let it become mm-hmm. all consuming because I'm like, well, it doesn't matter because my heart's in the right place when mm-hmm. on the contrary, my heart wasn't actually in the right place, you know? Yes, um, yes. And so I think we can, we can find that line there where we're realizing, okay, like, I'm using this idea of God looking at my heart as as a crutch or as a excuse, right? Mm, to mm-hmm. either dress inappropriately or do all these things. And I think that's actually a pretty obvious thing because there's so many verses in the Bible that talk about like, you know, where who we are in the inside, who we are in our hearts and our and our motivations and our desires will obviously manifest themselves in in the outward and how we dress mm-hmm. and what we say and what we think. And so I think that's pretty convicting because Although we're not called to judge the outside, it's like we like our actions really do reflect our heart, you know. And oh, vice yes. versa. Yes, that's so good. I'm so glad you touched on that too. Um, it's definitely very convicting, and yeah, I've a hundred percent like thought those thoughts mm-hmm. too yeah. in my life before. Of like, no, like my heart's in a good spot, you know. Like I love the Lord with all of my heart. I um, feel like I'm seeking Him in all that I'm doing, but then like chose to wear something that probably wasn't the best decision. (laughs) Right. I um, know. Yeah. We all have. (laughs) Yes. And so I just, yeah, I love that you said that. And it's just a really good thing to think. And um, it's so good to have heart checks too every once in a while with yourself and with the Lord. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a daily thing. I feel like, and I think remembering that it's so much more about what we wear. My my brother had this. Um, it's kind of off topic, but not really. It kind of goes. Um, <laughs> my my brother spoke a message last night at our middle school group. We helped lead the middle school group with my family Aww. there, and um, yeah, it was super special. He led a message about um just loving the Lord, but he he talked about how um when you love the Lord so much, when when you make that your first priority, everything else like obedience to God. Is going to follow. And so I think that really ties in here is that I think what we need to we need to do is keep it simple. I think we need to go back to what it really means and like to love the Lord, to know him, to know what he what he's talking about when he means be modest, what he's talking about when he means love me. And like I think when we know him first and we seek to honor him first, I think it's going to be an overflow of our actions mm-hmm. and our hearts and and what we choose to dress um and this can be a really stifling conversation. I know there's so many people who have been hurt in the church over these mm-hmm. things. And I think it's because, um, you know, again, it's not necessarily all about the heart, which mm-hmm. um, even super, super well-intending people, um, not even necessarily in the church, but believers, um, can get caught up in the legalistic do's and don'ts. Um, so to get super practical as we as we kind of wrap up the episode, um, I think it would be really helpful. I mean, I know it would be for me as reminders and people listening just to Talk about some practical ways to, you know, stay modest, That ways that God has helped you in your heart and, and, and in the way you dress. And then maybe sharing some fun tips that you would give your sisters in Christ that who really want to enjoy being a woman, who love clothes, who love makeup, who love hair, all the things, but they still want to honor the Lord. I think that would be so helpful. Mm, yes. So like I, I mean, like I've said, like I've definitely had um, my struggles with modesty and times where I've wanted 
to keep up with the trend or mm-hmm. yeah. I wanted to wear something that I thought made myself look good um, or like wanted to gain attention, you know, like the enemy places those desires in our hearts to like want attention in the wrong way or, you know, all of the things, especially when mm-hmm. I was in college, it was really hard and peer pressure kicks in. Everything you see on social media is um, just hard when you're like, oh, I want to look like that. I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm going to dress like them or I'm going to do the things that they're doing. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and but again, it's just like where your intention is at, like where if you're choosing to, um, you know, act in a certain way or dress in a certain way, like what's the true intention behind that? You know, is it to glorify God or is it to get somebody's attention or mm-hmm. is it to get um, compliments? Is it, you know, it's just important to think about those intentions. Right. And, you know, if it is like the seeking of man's approval, then, oh, like, uh, girl, God just wants to like show you his like mm-hmm. approval for you and his yeah. love for you. Um man's approval is never going to satisfy us even right. in like word word wordly does that make sense like through yes. words yes <laughs> yes encouragement like you know like that's something I've struggled with in my life is um realizing that man's approval is never ever ever going to satisfy but right. only right. Jesus satisfies and so yeah it's just digging into knowing Jesus more, knowing his character. And as we know him more and become more like him, our hearts are going to shift, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're going to be rooted in his truth. And we're going to what you want to do everything for Christ. And of Mm -hmm. course, we're going to mess up and make mistakes. But like when that is our like sole goal is to just do everything for him, to dress for him, to talk for him, to, you know, all of that. It's just, it's so beautiful. And I just truly believe that the Lord wants to do that for every woman and Mm -hmm. just show every woman his true love for them, you know, his true, um, care and grace that um, we're all so desperate for and a lot of the things that we do take or are rooted in um, feeling inadequate in a lot of those things from the world. Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's so important. Um, You know, maybe maybe this application for you listening is like, okay, well, like she didn't say like cover up this part of my body or or do this. (laughs) But like I think, you know, this is one of those things that like basically everything that Jesus talked about. But this is especially one of those things that it's like, actually, he wants us to work on our heart. He wants us to work on on the deep-seated stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that's honestly going to make your pursuit of modesty and, and what clothes you buy and what things you mm-hmm. wear actually so much easier. And so I think we need to to dig in and do the hard work um, and just really have those those conversations with the Lord like Allison just keeps reiterating is so important because I think we underestimate the power of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that works in us as believers to be like, God's going to give you the answers. He's going to give you the conviction. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, like the other day, it's just, I mean, for me to get super practical, I was going to a baby shower and I knew that there was a lot of women there. So and for the most part, not going to be weird with men around, but just a lot of women. If I tried something on, I'm like, this doesn't seem right. It was just really short. It just didn't seem comfortable. Mm-hmm. And just as like a representation of Christ, I'm like, I don't want anyone to cause, like, I don't want to cause anyone to think, you know, 
assumptions of me or who I am or, you know, just think, oh, that's super out of character for Tara, you know, and the Mm -hmm. way that she presents herself. And so just like certain things like that for me, um, I think sometimes we overcomplicate it. Like, you know, I think, you know, I mean, I think as Christians and I've talked to a lot of my friends and other believers in the church, you know, women specifically, and like you, I mean, let's think about it. We really know deep down what crosses the lines for us, you know, mm-hmm. and what are some do's and don'ts. And I don't, I don't know. I don't really want to necessarily bring those up because I don't want it to be super legalistic, right? Exactly, um, yeah. But I think we do know that there's there's a line there that we realize, okay, if I'm showing this one um, stumbling block not only for guys or girls out there, but also not a not a great representation of me, not a great representation of Christ. Um, but I think it's getting over that idea that we don't have to necessarily dress that way or show those things to have fun and to you know to enjoy fashion. Because I think over the years it's been so fun for me to find. Um, you know, I, I try to be affordable, but I try to find quality things. Mm-hmm. But it's been like so fun to find different places to shop and to enjoy. And I think people are, for the most part, even if they're not Christian businesses, I think people are like really prioritizing like more simple, like modest, like not yeah. super like skimpy clothing, which is like really hopeful for me, you know? Um, <laughs> this is kind of random, but are there any like clothing spots that you really enjoy shopping from that you feel like are obviously fashionable and you can enjoy being a woman and enjoy that. Um, but also are just really like, they don't give you any checks in your spirit and they just really help you just shine even brighter for Christ. Yeah. So I'd say for like definitely on the more affordable side is Target. Like Target yeah, has I come it. <laughs> in clutch lately. Oh my gosh. Um, and you know, they have like a full range of clothing. They definitely um, have so much. And I've definitely been shopping there a lot more recently just Mm -hmm. for like dresses. And I feel like most of their dresses definitely do, um, you know, cover a lot or good length and all of that and very fashionable and stylish. Yes. Uh, Another place that I love to shop is definitely a little more on the pricey side, but Sail Rack is the best place. Um, is Madewell. I love Madewell. Love Madewell. <laughs> um, they, yeah, most, like, I'd say f- their dresses are always pretty modest, you mm-hmm. know, for the most part. And you can find some really, really cute, cute clothes there. I actually just bought a new pair of jeans yesterday and a fun little jumpsuit. And so all on sale, too, which I was so stoked yes. about. <laughs> I love that. I think it's super fun to hear, you know, where other people enjoy to go. And honestly, you know, there's so much freedom in having so much fun being a woman and, Mm -hmm. you know, putting makeup on. Like there's there's some people like, again, like we talked about earlier in the conversation, there's no judgment whether wherever you fall on the spectrum. Like I feel like Allison and I love beauty. We love clothes. We love a good sale rack. We Mm -hmm. love a cute jumpsuit and dress. But wherever you fall on the spectrum, I want you to know that, you know, if you're if you're really simple and you don't like makeup, you don't like dressing up, you just, I mean, if that's where God has landed with you to honor him, like that's a beautiful place to be. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think if you land on the other really extreme side of just kind of dressing really skimpily and worldly, um, again, that's something that God just wants to have a conversation with you about. And Mm -hmm. it's not a different conversation than he has with me or with Allison. It's Mm -hmm. a daily thing where we're just like, God, okay, like, I really, I really want to live the way that you have asked me to, not because I want to be like your legalistic robot, but because I want to love you and I want to honor you. Um, And I've just been realizing too, Allison, that like 
obviously God has such a better way for us to live. And um, we fight against it because it's not necessarily what we always naturally bend to, but it's just so much more beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's so much freedom too when we think about it. Um, So I really, really appreciated your thoughts on this and um, just how – to the heart of the issue it was and to the heart of, of scripture it is. Um, and so I think it's such a challenging episode, like in a really, really good way. And I feel like there's going to be be a lot of questions. I hope, I mean, if you're taking notes or if you just have a really good memory, just write down these questions that Allison gave. I just, I think they're ones that we can just ingrain on our hearts, write it on a sticky note on your mirror. I mean, I love Mm, doing that. I think it's fun. Just Yeah. I mean, I have a full length mirror here in my office and um, I have sticky notes. I kind of interchange. And so I think it's just, I don't know, just like a good reminder to put it up and, um, but also just have fun with it. So, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, Allison, this was a really encouraging conversation. I think it's um, very different than what we hear, you know, in the world sometimes about Mm -hmm. fashion and modesty. Mm -hmm. So it's just a refreshing, uh, truthful, like to the word kind of conversation. Um, but as we close here, I would just be really blessed and everyone would be blessed listening to hear um, how can they can connect with you? They've heard that you're super creative. You have beautiful writing. You love to share the word of God online. So how can they connect with you? How can they follow you and just keep up with you after this conversation? Yes. So you can follow me at words are golden on Instagram and it's spelled just how it sounds. And uh, <laughs> all together, of course, no spaces. And yeah, I mean, I love to talk to people in my DMs. So feel free to do that or comment on one of my posts. And then I also have a weekly prayer email list that I um, send out. I send a prayer out every Monday morning. So if you would like to join that Mm -hmm. prayer list and get prayers every morning, the link is in my Instagram bio to sign up for those. I love that all the resources and you just recently came out with a really cool resource too right (laughs) yes so i also have a um a five-day guide to rest so if you're struggling with resting or just don't really know what to do when you take the time to rest in the lord um there's just some practical ways to do that that just take about five to 15 minutes depending on what it is Oh, that's so good. I mean, we could do a whole episode on that and maybe we need to because I think that's so important. But that resource is so, so awesome. So I'll have all of her social media links and the resource links and everything in the episode notes for you guys to check out for sure. But um, Allison, I love you, sister. Thank you so, so much for taking the time today. Um, you've blessed us just with your sweet and humble heart for the Lord. So I just appreciate you and this Thank you so much. It was such a joy. And yeah, I'm just honored to be your friend and be doing ministry together online always girl it's better it's better when we're together (laughs) yes exactly